Welcome to the Terrorist Therapist Show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carroll. Though you may not realize that the ongoing threat of terrorism is affecting your life and that of your loved ones. Each week, Dr. Carroll analyzes the hottest topics in terror and helps you and your family reach your dreams despite living in a time of terror. COVID vaccines, terrorists before Americans. Welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Carol, a psychiatrist, and your terrorist therapist. Yes, you may not have heard of this because they have been trying to sneak it in under the radar, but in fact, there was a plan that was barely paused and on hold at this moment. Uh, a plan of the Biden-Obama administration to give COVID vaccines to the terrorists who are in Guantanamo, the prison. Uh, while Americans, many Americans, I'm sure perhaps you yourself, or certainly people you know, who want the vaccine, have been having all kinds of uh, roadblocks to getting it. The, the number of vaccines available, the distribution, which has been horrendous, uh, so incredibly mismanaged, um, and you know the, the question of uh, who's gonna be first. Well, now they're putting the terrorists first. Did you believe that? Um, it's gonna be a be kind to terrorists day and the next four years. Um, in fact, if you want to um, listen to some of that aspect of it. Uh, my latest podcast actually talk a bit about that, how this administration is going to be favoring the terrorists. And it's not really Biden per se. It's is Obama behind Biden pulling the puppet strings of Biden. So let me tell you all about this, what almost happened and what is still on the on the block. I mean, still a possibility. They haven't um, said that they are going to cancel the idea altogether or postpone it until all Americans who want the vaccine get it. It is um, literally paused or on hold. Now, this is while there is a shortage of doses that have hampered Americans from getting the vaccine if they want it. Only 27 million Americans have been vaccinated and yet they're gonna ship uh, some to Guantanamo to the terrorists. Now, we're only talking about 40 prisoners, 40 terrorists. Uh, I guess I should say alleged terrorists, but one of them, the mastermind of the 9-11 attack, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, has admitted to being the mastermind. He wants the credit for being the mastermind. So, okay, it's only 40 vaccines, but that is not the point. The point is, did we forget what happened on 9-11? Um, let me tell you about First of all, a little bit of history about Guantanamo. Guantanamo Bay detention camp 
is a United States military prison located within Guantanamo Bay Naval Base. It's also been called Gitmo, and it's on an island um, off the coast of Guantanamo Bay in Cuba. Now, in uh, this was established in 2002 by President George W. Bush after 9-11 in 2001. There were originally 780 people detained there. Uh, and through various uh, and sundry reasons, not necessarily good ones, um, there a lot were released and sent, either sent to other prisons and then released or sent to prisons and they're still in prisons or just released. And so therefore only 40 remain. Now, uh, Barack Obama promised that he would close Guantanamo. But when he tried to do that, Congress wouldn't let him. There was strong bipartisan opposition. It was from Democrats and Republicans. And then in January 2018, President Donald Trump signed an executive order to keep the detention camp open indefinitely. Now, of course, with Biden going on this rampage of uh, executive orders, we don't know how long that's going to last. Perhaps they'll deal with this question of vaccinations by just releasing all of them. No, I don't think that's going to happen because I, mean, I think there would be a bit of an uproar if the mastermind of 9-11 was just simply released. Now, there are some high-value prisoners, as they call it. Uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed is probably the number one um, highest-value prisoner. He was believed to be or is believed to be the number three al-Qaeda leader before he was captured in Pakistan in 2003. But he is, again, admittedly the leader, the mastermind of 9-11. Then other high value prisoners include Ramzi bin al-Sheib. He is an alleged 9-11 uh, hijacker as well. Um, Abu Zubaydah, who was believed to be a link between Osama bin Laden and many al-Qaeda cells. And then there are um, 37 more. <laughs> Um, now, the interesting thing is, let's look at what happened to the prisoners um, who were released. The um, prisoners who were transferred out of Guantanamo, of the ones who were transferred out, I mean, some died and some committed, a, a small number committed suicide. Um, so there were 693 who were released, transferred out, I should say. Of those, 30% are suspected or confirmed to have engaged in terrorist activity after they were transferred out. 30%, a third of them. Um, and some examples are these two prisoners who were um, sent to Russia, uh, released to Russia. And in one year, they were arrested to for allegedly preparing a series of attacks in Russia, and then they were released. Another example is a terrorist who, um, three years after he was released, committed a successful suicide attack in Mosul, and then um, he was later acquitted of terrorism charges. I mean, these countries that these prisoners are sent back to release them. Um, similarly, in Belgium, there were two people who were released to Belgium, one of uh, Moroccan origin and one of Algerian origin, and uh, they uh, were arrested on charges of terrorism. 
Um, and then we have, so now the total is um, 118 of 676 or 17% of the released prisoners are confirmed to have returned to terrorism. And then 86 uh, prisoners, 13%, are suspected to have returned to terrorism. So that's how we get the 30% 30, 30 uh, who are known or suspected of having returned to terrorism after they were released from Guant Guantanamo. And these are the people who, um, you know, Biden is, Biden Obama is sending, um, wants to send vaccines to. Nice people. Um, okay, so this is what's happening now. They has the re why did they temporarily pause it or put it on hold? Because Congress was not happy. <laughs> at least um, there are some people in Congress, at least, who um, have uh, spoken out against this, as well as 9-11 um, uh, uh, first responders and heroes and victims and their families of 9-11, which is pretty much everybody living in New York, and then um, some in Pennsylvania and some in DC, and then just general Americans. I mean, aren't you outraged that, um, that this was gonna happen? Perhaps you're not. Uh, you can decide by the time, by the end of this uh, podcast, you can uh, make your own decisions. I, I shouldn't have said, aren't you outraged? I am obviously outraged. Um, okay, so there has, there's been a, a um, bill put into in, into Congress um, by representatives. Um, um, let me see. By representatives Ashley Hinson and Elise Stefanik. They're both Republican. And um, this uh, vaccination program at Guantanamo was already expected to begin. At the time that you're hearing this, it was already supposed to have happened. At the time that I'm recording this, it was already supposed to have happened, have happened, and at this time it is, as I said, on hold. Um, now, so these representatives um, have introduced a resolution to make sure that the vaccine rollout at Guantanamo wouldn't be resumed until the rest of the U.S. population has received theirs. That seems pretty uh, reasonable, I would say. Um, Stefanik, Ash, uh, Elise Stefanik has said, it is inexcusable and un-American that President Biden is prioritizing vaccines for Gitmo terrorist detainees over American citizens, including veterans, first responders, 9-11 first responders, and seniors. Um, they, these resol the resolution also points out that more than 400,000 deaths have been attributed to COVID in the United States, and only 7% of Americans have been vaccinated. Um, she also said, every American should have access to vaccines before these heinous terrorists. Uh, let's see, now, Hinson, um, Ashley Hinson has said, um, she, well, for she was, she represents Iowa. And obviously she was very angry <clears throat> when she realized that uh, these terrorists were going to get the vaccine before her constituents, before Iowans. She says, Americans need to get the vaccine before terrorists. And it's upsetting to me that that even was a question as I'm sure it was to many other people, including myself. Um, 
Now, here's what some other people had to say, uh, not in Congress, but they expressed outrage and enough of these people expressed outrage that it has been on, put on pause, <laughs> pause, my New York roots are showing. Um, you know, and it's one thing I must say is that it is one positive thing is that um, it shows that when, at least for now, when the government, when the administ current administration um, is trying to make some pretty outrageous uh, plans, if, if enough people speak out uh, loudly enough, then um, we can get ahead of that and stop it. Well, um, I'm gonna stop here and uh, stay tuned for the next segment and we'll talk more about this. You've been listening to The Terrorist Therapist Show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carol. Stay tuned and she'll be right back with more analysis of this week's hottest topic in terror. Now back to The Terrorist Therapist Show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carol. Welcome back to the Terrorist Therapist Show, where we're talking today about COVID vaccines, terrorists before Americans. You know, I'm sure you've heard of the uh, saying, uh, women and children first, you know, like for the lifeboats, when a boat is about to sink, uh, and kind of in general, uh, when there's some kind of um, tragedy, some kind of tragic accident, emergency, you know, the general rule <laughs> uh, is women and children first. But here we have terrorists first. All right, so um, I've been telling you about how um, the Biden-Obama administration had, had already set it. It was already, you know, it wasn't like a thought or a plan. It was actually already um, determined that the terrorists at Gitmo were going to get vaccinations before, you know, actually before I am talking, doing this uh, show today. Uh, they would have already gotten their vaccines. So, um, so it's no, no uh, America first here. Okay, so here are some of the things. Um, and, and, and here, uh, it was an order, you know, uh, just to uh, confirm or support what I was just saying about the fact that it wasn't just a, an idea. It was actually an order that was signed on January 27th by Terry Adderham, who is the Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Health Affairs. And this person was sworn in as a Biden appointee on Inauguration Day. So, you know, it doesn't get closer than that <laughs> to the Biden administration. Um, okay, so here are some things that some people who are very much connected to 9-11 Americans had to say. We hear from Tom Von Essen, and he was the city fire commissioner during the attacks. And he called the move to give vaccines to these terrorists effing nuts. Quote, you can't make this up. The ridiculousness of what we get from our government. They will run the vaccine down to these lowlifes at Guantanamo Bay before every resident of the United States of America gets it. Is the theater of the absurd. Um, then we have John Feel, who was a demolition supervisor at Ground Zero. 
and he still currently has various 9-11 related illnesses, and he hasn't yet gotten the vaccine. Can you believe this? Someone who um, who ran in, you know, who, who uh, sacrificed, uh, risked their lives, as many, of course, who worked at, at Ground Zero did, uh, and who has a 9-11 related, well, has more than one, various 9-11 related illnesses, uh, as many who worked at Ground Zero have, and they haven't gotten their vaccine, but we're gonna ship it down to the terrorists in Guantanamo. So John Fields said, quote, the fact that the 9-11 community can't get the vaccine and the terrorists can show, and the terrorists can show how backward our government is. It's the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. It's an insult to the people who ran into the towers and were killed and those who worked on the pile for months and are ill, the pile at ground zero. Then we have Brian Sullivan. He is a retired special security agent with the Federal Aviation Administration. And he said, quote, I'm incensed. It's totally outrageous. I'm 75. I haven't gotten my COVID vaccine. They're going to give it to Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. He said, the news is essentially a slap in the face to the 9-11 victims' families. Now, Mohammed um, is due to be tried in connection with 9-11, along with four others um, at a military court in Guantanamo connected to 9-11. Um, and they are charged with war crimes, including terrorism, and the murder of nearly 3,000 people. They will be the first to go on trial. And if they're found guilty, they face the death penalty. So you could say, in a way, that whether or not they get the vaccine is moot. Okay, then we also have a quote by retired um, New York Fire Department Lieutenant Michael O'Connell. He described this decision to give the vaccines to the terrorists as upsetting, disgusting, and, quote, a real kick in the balls, unquote. Quote, these terrorists committed harm, but the patriots are the ones who have to wait to get vaccinated. We responded within 10 seconds of when the first plane crashed into the building. Here we are a year later since the COVID-19 outbreak, and the politicians can't get it right on the coronavirus vaccine. So <laughs> these are some very well-known um, spokespersons, so to speak, for the first responders, the heroes of 9-11, and that's what they have to say. Um, now, just to be fair, <laughs> I will present the other side. Not everybody is as outraged about the terrorists getting um, the vaccines as, um, as some of these people, myself, and some of the people in Congress who are uh, putting forth this bill or um, to, to change it, to not just have it on pause, but to make it a definite um, uh, policy decision that in fact, the uh, terrorists won't get the vaccine until all the Americans who want the vaccine get it. Okay, so the um, expressing an opposing view uh, are some people who are connected with, um, let's see, the, um, 
Let's see, let's see. I'll tell you in a minute. Um, well, I have to look that up and I will tell you when we, before we get to the next or when we get to the next segment, exactly who they are if I don't find it first. But th this is an article about um, why, you know, it should have been okay to give the terrorists the vaccines. So um, they say there are four reasons why the terrorists in Guantanamo should get the vaccine at this time. So one is they're saying as a legal matter, the US has an obligation to provide the vaccine to those detainees who want it. Uh, they're saying it's required by the law of armed conflict. Then uh, another reason is, so that's the legal reason. Then there are um, three reasons that they give as policy reasons. So, okay, the first reason the, the law of armed conflict obligates the US to vaccinate detainees. And so they cite, um, well, first of all, it was an article called Just, oh, here we go, Just Security. That's the organization that is putting this opposing view out. Um, so they're saying it's an obligation for the US to provide the detainees with adequate medical treatment and that the vaccine uh, should be included as part of adequate, adequate medical treatment. And side, they cite a number of um, reasons, number of um, things that state why this should be. One of them, or the main one being the 1949 Geneva Convention, and it's, which says that they are entitled to some of the protections um, stated in that. Now, um, of course, there, and then they cite some articles and some, um, some things related to the Geneva Convention. One of them is where it says, persons taking no active part in the hostilities shall in all circumstances be treated humanely. Well, you know, what? How can you say that they took no active part in the hostilities when they were involved with uh, the attack of 9-11? Then they cite the International Committee of the Red Cross. They quote um, an article from there uh, or an that says caring for the sick may also entail taking preventive measures to ensure the basic health of the population, including vaccinating um, them, people against infectious diseases. So they're picking out from various things related to prisoners, um, you know, why that applies to the Guantanamo terrorists is not clear. <laughs> In fact, it doesn't really seem that it does, but in any case, um, and so, so this this is why um, this is why they're saying that by law the, the United States should be giving them the vaccinations. Uh, for example, also they cite uh, another article where it says a uh, co common article they're talking about related to the Geneva Convention um, that persons whose liberty has been restricted have the right quote, to the same extent as the local civilian population to be provided with food and drinking water and be afforded safeguards as regards health and hygiene and protection against the rigors of the climate and the dangers of armed conflict. Okay, I will stop here. And when we come back, I will tell you about their, uh, so that was the number one reason that they cite that it's law and they give various examples. I, I picked out highlights. 
And then their second main reason is that for why these terrorists should be vaccinated is policy. And they give three examples of policy that uh, reasons why uh, they should be vaccinated. So stay tuned and uh, we will be right back with that. You've been listening to The Terrorist Therapist Show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carol. Stay tuned and she'll be right back with more analysis of this week's hottest topic in terror. Now back to The Terrorist Therapist Show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carol. Welcome back to The Terrorist Therapist Show where we're talking today about COVID vaccines, terrorists before Americans. That's what the people want <laughs> who, uh, from just security, who, um, who are giving four reasons why the terrorists should get the vaccines before Americans. I just told you about the legal reason that they cite, um, notably the Geneva Convention. And, um, but again, that is related to uh, people taking no active part in the hostilities. And so clearly this doesn't apply to the terrorists of 9-11. I don't even know how they could try to make this argument. But anyhow, then so that's their number one reason. Then they give three policy reasons um, for why the uh, detainees at Guantanamo should be uh, vaccinated. And so first they're claiming that just like with any jail or prison, if you fail to vaccinate prisoners, you put the guards and everyone working at the facility at unnecessary risk. However, um, apparently the, there have been vaccines sent to the island of Guantanamo and civilians and various people and at the, at the end, people at the naval base, I mean, uh, people at, on Guantanamo ha, are being vaccinated. I'm not other than the prisoners. So um, if they are vaccinated, then these people working at the prison shouldn't really be at risk if the vaccines work like they're supposed to. Um, okay. Then their second policy reason for uh, saying that Guantanamo detainees should be vaccinated is, um, this is enough, this is a good one, is, is that it sends a powerful message about the new administration's values and its commitment to the rule of law. Well, I certainly agree with that. It does send a powerful message about the new administration's values, which is uh, terrorists first. Um, then, um, they, they have already uh, begun, as I was just saying, they have already begun vaccinating 6,000 residents uh, on January 8th. They already started um, vaccinating the residents of Guantanamo. And hopefully, I mean, it would have been smart to in, uh, inoculate or vaccinate the, um, the guards and so on, the people working at the prison um, early on. So, you know... <laughs> This does not make sense. Um, so they're saying that because all these other people on Guantanamo were vaccinated, the prisoners should be vaccinated, which of course makes no sense. I love it. None of these arguments are making any sense. And then their third uh, policy reason for why the terrorists should be vaccinated is um, 
to speed up the military commissions, the trials of these terrorists. Uh, they have, there has been a lot of delay and I don't really know why there have been, because it was before COVID ever came, there have been uh, delays after delays in regard to the military trials of the terrorists. And so now they're using up, they're using COVID as an excuse, I mean, or saying, well, this is true, COVID has, um, COVID has delayed trials, not just in Guantanamo, it has delayed trials all over the United States, uh, all over the United States. <laughs> and, um, and that part is true, but um, there is no, at this point, it's been, I mean, it's almost 20 years since 9-11. So, um, so why, if we wait a little while longer, <laughs> that is not an excuse to vaccinate the terrorists. So, um, and they're saying that, uh, you know, that this is going to, uh, to delay the trials even more. And, um, and so they want to reduce the trials of the 9-11 defenses. I guess, you know, one thing is they're probably afraid it's going to look bad if we don't have a trial of the 9-11 terrorists before 20, the 20 year anniversary, which is true, but that has nothing to do with COVID or the vaccines. So um, there, they are, uh, needless to say, it's terrorists first instead of Americans first in the Biden-Obama, primarily Obama administration. Um, again, remember, Obama was the one who wanted to close Guantanamo. Obama is, is the terrorist, has, has been, during his administration, has been the terrorist's best ally. So this is not shocking that he would then um, ask his puppet Biden to give vaccines to the terrorists. I mean, it, it, he probably um, said this, suggested this, told him to do this uh, without even thinking like, of course, you know, why not? And did not expect the backlash that we have, that they got. Now, here's a bit of uh, comic relief. <laughs> um, even OJ has gotten the vaccine before <laughs> the majority of Americans. OJ, you may have seen on social media, he, he, he was so proud of it. He put photos, videos, um, showing himself getting the vaccine. Like, you know, OJ is, uh, um, you know, we have seen, I mean, we, you know, that uh, um, President Biden got the vaccine and uh, various um notable people, I mean, people who, influencers, I guess I should say, um, got the vaccine and had it photographed or videoed as a way to try to convince Americans to get the vaccine. So OJ wants to be like the president, um, you know, showing, hey, hey, folks, I got the vaccine, so you should get the vaccine. I mean, hello? Um, so he, um, he, you know, um, showed these videos and photos and so, so on on Twitter and showing him getting the shot. And uh, he is currently in Las Vegas and um, he's, he accompanied some of these photos with um, get your shot. I got mine. Like he's the poster boy for the vaccines. Who does he think he is? Um, he's 73. And um uh, he, there were people, apparently the Twitterverse was not amused 
And uh, some one person said, for example, my 93 year old grandfather, Navy veteran living in an assisted living facility is still waiting on his unbelievable, you know, unbelievable that OJ got his already. And somebody else said murderers should be last in line. My 79 year old dad who fought in Vietnam is still waiting his turn. Now, then um, apparently, you know, one has to say, <laughs> I don't know, to be fair, um, uh, he was acquitted, of course, in his criminal trial, but he was found responsible in the civil trial and he was um, made to pay the victims, um, Nicole Brown Simpson, Nicole Brown Simpson, and her friend, Ron Goldman. Now, they, he, OJ has been uh, ordered to pay them because of this criminal trial, because he lost, and I'm, I'm sorry, because of this civil trial, because he lost, um, he is supposed to pay them millions of dollars. However, the last time this was written about, um, he hasn't paid them a penny. Um, or last time it was reported, I should say, he hasn't paid them a penny. Now, he's been living in Las Vegas since he's been released from prison after serving nine years for a uh, hotel room robbery. Uh, this is since uh, that the robbery was in 2007. And the reason why he got access to an early shot was because he's over 70 and in, in Nevada. And his lawyer said, if you're 70 plus, you're eligible for the shot, his lawyer said. You can schedule your shot and they'll do it. There's no favoritism with him being a celebrity. That has nothing to do with his getting the shot. Right. Simpson said, he posted another video, and he said that he and his daughter waited for four hours over two days to set up getting the, the shot at his local Walgreens. He's <laughs> advertising Walgreens, no less, where he then uh, waited in a short lineup. You know, So they waited to... Um, to get the shot over two days and then uh, four hours over two days to set up getting the shot, to get the appointment, presumably. And then when he went to get the shot, it was a shorter lineup. And he said, you know, again, he's like the uh, poster boy for the vaccine. He said, quote, I've had no ill effects. I'm just fine, nothing. And then he <laughs> pulled down his mask and um, he revealed fake crooked teeth and he said, I'm just teasing. So OJ has a great sense of humor. I'm glad he's laughing. Um, his victims aren't. Anyhow, now just again, to put this in perspective, the US has so far distributed um, approximately 49 million vaccines and they have administered only about 27 million because of these uh, mess ups in this in the distribution process you know in i mean there's so much mess i don't know how it is in your where you live but um it is certainly i mean there are places where um they, they people don't enough people don't come so they have excess vaccines and they just run around trying to find people to give a vaccine to and then there are other like in la for example uh just yesterday someone was telling me about how even though they were given all the um you know friends gave them the various websites to sign up to get the vaccine um they, they weren't able to sign up 
Uh, they were all these, you know, like some of them said they're they're not giving appointments and so on. They were just this whole mess basically um, to get the vaccine. So while everybody, not everybody, while lots, the majority of people in America are having trouble getting their vaccine, the Biden Obama administration wants to send it all the way to Guantanamo to these forty terrorists to make sure that they stay healthy. Oh man, yes, you couldn't make this up as some one of the heroes said, um, you couldn't make this stuff up. Well, thank you for listening to the Terrorist Therapist Show. I'm Dr. Carol, your terrorist therapist. If you would like to find out more about terrorism from me, your terrorist therapist, visit my website, terroristtherapist.com. And if you're a parent or teacher and want to build stronger nests for your kids to become more resilient, check out my new award-winning book, Lions and Tigers and Terrorists, Oh My, How to Protect Your Child in a Time of Terror. It's the first and only book about terrorism for kids. You can find it wherever books are sold or directly from the publisher at terrorismforkids.com. Terrorism, the number four, kids.com. I'm Dr. Carol, your terrorist therapist. Thank you for listening to the Terrorist Therapist Show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carol. We hope listening to the show has made you feel calmer, more resilient, and more able to reach your dreams despite living in a time of terror. You can also check out past shows on Renegade Talk Archives for more insights.